Hello and welcome to the Macworld Podcast. This is the Brady Bunch edition. Yeah. For those of you old enough to remember the Brady Bunch. Uh, to my top is uh, Jason's, Jason Cross. Hi, Jason. Hello. And then to my left is Leif Johnson. Wrong direction. Wrong direction. Oh, uh, a mirror? Yeah, Am I yeah, being yeah mirrored? you're mirrored. Oh, okay. I'm mirrored because <laughs> that's weird because it looks, I see that I'm looking at the laptop and which is under the camera, and I'm pointing, but I'm pointing opposite of. Uh. Right. Interesting. And then to my diagonal, is that right? Yeah. All right, is Mike Simon. How you guys doing? Good, you. And then last but not least, the most important man in the room. Is you. The Macworld podcast producer, Dan Masuoka. Hello, Dan. Hi, everyone. Dan's the most important man in the room because he represents you, the uh, audience watching us on YouTube and Twitter. If you guys have any questions or comments, please let us know, and Dan will monitor those, and he'll let us know what you guys are thinking throughout the show. So, it's an important part of our podcast. So, today we're going to talk about WWDC, the Worldwide Developers Conference. That's Apple's annual gathering of developers where they reveal what they're working on, Mostly from an OS perspective, they also release hardware at that point, but uh, it's mostly for software developers. Uh, it starts T minus five days and counting. Yes, it starts on Monday. Uh, there will be a keynote on Monday morning. That's at ten o'clock Pacific time. So you guys will have to uh, adjust your schedules accordingly based on your time zone. You can watch it. On Apple's website, you can watch it on your Apple TV. You can also watch it uh, on the WWDC app on your iOS device if you're interested in watching it. Uh, it usually goes for about two hours. So, And you have to remember, it tends to be developer-focused. So you'll see a lot of OS enhancements, things like that won't be probably like an iPhone or anything. Apple does often release a hard, like a uh, new Macs during the time. Like I think last year, the Mac iMac Pro was revealed during WWE. It was, yeah, they showed us like a little sneak of it. The HomePod also got a, got yeah. some screen time, HomePod, uh, stage yes. time last year. HomePod was announced. Yeah, last year was unusual for its uh, number of announcements. Yeah. yeah. So the, the word going into this year was that... Uh, iOS and macOS, I don't know if they technically called it or officially called it a maintenance release, but there was, a, uh, I guess, a memo or an email leaked, uh, and one of the other Mac sites picked it up, and it said that Craig Finnegan was essentially saying that we're going to focus on cleaning up iOS and macOS and tvOS and watchOS. It's more of a maintenance release. Maybe the features that you'll see that are new are relatively minor. Uh, so maybe uh, we won't see any major new features, but then you, you never know. You never know what Apple's been working on. Uh, I guess you could say the major new features that everyone's kind of been waiting for were released yesterday. <laughs> so <laughs> Apple with, finally... With, with nary time to spare. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. Almost a year after they were announced. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yesterday, uh, if people uh, need to catch up, yesterday Apple released uh, the iOS 11.4 update and also updates to watchOS and tvOS. We haven't yet seen the macOS update that corresponds to this. Which uh, kind of defeats right. the purpose of messages in the cloud, but so. let's not, we, won't, we won't draw attention to that. So. Yeah. yeah. Just, if you have an iPad and an iPhone you use all the time, maybe right. it's good, but... So, yeah, so uh, these updates that were released yesterday, they have the two major features that were revealed last year, AirPlay mm-hmm. 2, uh, and for the, like, dozen of you who bought a HomePod, that's an important thing. Or bought, or for, I'm sorry, the dozen of you who bought multiple iPods, HomePods, HomePods. HomePods. Yeah. That, might, that, that might be yeah. generous. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> And then uh, 
but for for me and probably a lot of other people, the the feature they've been waiting for is messages in or on. Is it in or on? I've seen it written both ways in Apple's official. It's, it's in the cloud. <laughs> yeah. How can it be on the cloud? Yeah, it's, right. Well, it's on iCloud. It's messages on iCloud or messages in iCloud. And yeah. Apple themselves have written it both ways. And I don't know what's yeah. right. I'm going with in. I like in. I'm going with in. Yeah, I'm going with in also. So that's it's basically the mechanism by which messages get synced. So like if you delete a message on your iPhone, it gets deleted on your iPads and Mm -hmm. and vice versa and things like that. So it's it's a feature I've been waiting for for a while. It's out. Um, I I know know you've you've always been been so excited about this, but I'm 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 like like, how how many many people people delete delete messages? messages? I, I never no. delete messages. You know, well, it's, it's deleted. It's, it's unread. It's all that. It's just keeping everything in sync. Yeah. It's just yeah. nice to keep it all organized. Right. It also means when you're setting up a new device, like normally, if your Mac is on and your this iPhone is or whatever is on, they pop up at the same time, and that's yeah. not a big deal. Like, yeah. but if anything's off, none of the state gets synced. And if you set up a new device, you're starting from scratch. You know, and this what this does is when you set up a new device, your entire messages history is all going to be there. All okay. the images okay. that were shared, yeah. everything. That's pretty cool. Yeah, delete messages is just one little thing. It's the one yeah. that drives me crazy because, like, for instance, at home, we have an iPad that maybe I look at once a once a week uh, mm-hmm. when I'm sitting on the couch. Most of the time, I'm either in front of this machine or I'm on my phone and stuff. And I'll delete messages that, you know, like, like for instance, two-factor authentication messages and stuff, I'll delete those. But then I'll open that iPad and all of a sudden I'll see, like, all these messages that should be gone and they're there and it's kind of a pain. So it's just a little example and a, a, a one task. All right, that, all right. Yeah. So, um, it's, it's a feature that should have been there a long time ago i mean it's yeah. it's not a major oh my god we have to have this it's just it speaks to the convenience and the ease of right. use that apple is always talking about and it's just yeah it should have been yeah. there so it's, it's 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 great that we finally have it yeah so those features are here in 11.4 interestingly enough uh i just saw that uh, new betas for the OSs, including Mac OS beta 10.13.6, have been released to developers. Oh. I just huh. saw it on Twitter. Even so though... <laughs> is this an, a, an iOS 11.6? Uh, or is it 11.5.1 or something like 11. that? 11.4. Oh, wait. Uh, I mean, 11.4.1. Actually, now I don't see an iOS beta release. Oh, wait. Here we go. Okay. Maybe it's just iOS 11.4.1. Okay. okay. So it's a minor. So this is just going to be a bug fix. Right. It's probably a bug fix that, that, that cropped up after they released the 11.4. So um, Apple's cleanup crew at it again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but interestingly, there's a beta for developers of macOS 10.13.6, even though 10.13.5 hasn't been officially released yet. Maybe. Right. Probably, it's probably being, or maybe it's being released as we speak or something. I don't know. But. Uh, but yeah, so there are new developer betas of the current OSs coming out. But WWDC will be talk, looking, getting information on upcoming OSs, mostly iOS 12, Mac OS 10.14. Uh, so I'm just going to throw this out there. What do you guys are hoping to see what do you guys don't think we're going to see uh, out of Apple coming next week? It's I know it's a big question, uh, but we could start. Why don't we start with iOS? What we have an article on our website that Jason Cross put together that talks about what 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 we expect from WWDC, uh, <clears throat> covering Apple's products. So I know probably what's number one on people's list are is Siri improvements. Yes. Yeah. So um, that's what people want to see. Yeah. 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 They want to see Siri get more reliable, more accurate, and just more domains to the Siri kit, you know, developer stuff, the more 
more categories of stuff that for people yeah. to integrate with Siri. Yeah, particularly with with HomePod. Yeah. Yeah, the one thing I, I wonder though is, I mean, Apple's going to have to do a lot to Siri to kind of, as you put it in your story, Jason, it needs a massive boost. Yeah. And I don't know. Can Apple do that? It, you know, at WWDC, is it going to be able I, to do that? I don't expect that we're going to come away going like, "Oh my God, Siri's number one!" Like, I, I can't. Right. It's they just blew past everybody else. That there's no way that they're going to do that in this span of time. They've been obviously working on it a lot for a couple of years. I mean, you can see the changes in um, organizationally how they put it under Craig Frederick's team yeah. now. Like they did that last year. The hiring that they've been doing the acquisition of AI and machine learning companies over the last couple of years. Um, so they're working on it a lot, but uh, it's going to happen in stages. And what I'm hoping, like my best hope for what we can see out of it is that we come away saying not necessarily that they've surpassed everybody else, but they're like, okay, this is, they're taking it seriously. There's going to be a big improvement this fall when everyone gets a software yeah. update and it's going to stop for this release, it's going to stop being like the butt of internet memes and jokes. <laughs> and then, you know, hopefully they can keep that pace up and then next year they're going to get another leap and so on, you know? Um, and it would be nice to hear something about how they're changing things organizationally to, to not kind right. of drop Siri features every each year with an OS yeah. update, but just like this continual, push of new Siri capabilities and features just throughout the year that they just keep rolling these things out. I would love to hear that. I would love to hear that for a lot of things that Apple does for that matter. Yeah. The the number one thing on my list with Siri is to have something that rivals Alexa skills and Google Actions because there's nothing there's no easy way for developers to create a a command that you can say, hey Siri, do this that's not built into your phone already. And Alexa has, I don't know, tens of, like 12,000, I think, the guy, uh, my uh, PR rep emailed me last time, Google mentioned that they had 5,000. So we're talking about, these are significant platforms. Yeah. And Apple has zero. <laughs> so it would be nice if they uh, had some kind of, a, of, a, of an open platform. Well, Siri so does have build, some of that stuff. Yeah, some right? of it. It's, it's, like it's they have things for locks and lights and stuff like that, and, and it works okay. Um but very minimal. Yeah, and it's, and and there isn't like a library. Like you can go into the Alexa skills library and just kind of kind of tool around and see what they have. Like, oh, this looks cool. I'll try that out. If you don't like it, you just don't use it anymore. You know, a a Apple has nothing like that. Each week, I get an email from Google and Amazon that says, "Here's the new stuff that Siri, uh, Siri, that Google Assistant and Alexa can do." <laughs> I don't yeah. get that from Apple. So you know, like I just wish Apple would start thinking of it. Beyond what they can add to it, it's it's a it's a community project. These these voice yeah. assistants. I I and think we're not likely to see what what Amazon and Google do, where you basically run apps on their platform, and you have to ask the app. You have to say, yeah. "Hey Google, tell so and so to this and this." Right? You have to like. I I don't think that's a user experience that Apple wants, but they do have Siri Kit, which has these narrow domains right now which are things like lights and blinds and mm -hmm. whatever and i think they can greatly expand what those domains are they don't have one for music for example yeah, and all this other stuff right so um or, or even like games and stories like like you know yeah. the other assistants do so many fun things that aren't just related to smart home and, and yeah. whatever you do exactly. on your phone setting alarms yeah. So on Twitter, Coral uh, is asking what's preventing Apple from vastly improving Siri um, and I'll kind of turn that in, like, what will prevent uh, them from announcing anything with Siri? I mean, the, <laughs> yeah, the, the big thing is just their own stubbornness and hubris. Yes, I think. Definitely. Yeah. They think, you know, our way is the right way and trends be damned. We're going to do it this way. And if you don't like it, go buy something else. That's just, that's how they approach their, their There's stuff. There's been some reports in the past about how when Apple bought Siri, Siri was a third-party app. At, yeah. originally apple bought them and integrated them into the os and it was held together with duct tape and bailing wire yeah. i mean it's like 
and, it, and they barely were able, it was really popular, it, too popular and it couldn't scale. And they, it was like, like this constant. And I remember those days, those early days of Siri where you uh, would ask it something and it would take forever to get a reply right. and stuff. So there was this big effort just to, just to keep it running for a while. Um, and it had to be re-architected kind of from the ground up to get to where they are today. So I think what's going to allow all they need to do really to vastly improve Siri is like now they just need to put in the work. Like they just need to emphasize it within their company. Like this is going to be critically important. This is not a feature that we have finished and can say that we've done and as part, but this is a computing platform that is going to be as these assistants are going to be as important as AR and all the other things that we really care about and are really investing heavily in. And they have to do that. And and, and I think some they must understand that on some level because they mm-hmm. build Siri yeah. into yeah. every yeah. one of their products. They have a smart yeah. speaker. They watch because though they they get they get that it's the it's a future. They just don't really. I don't think they necessarily buy into that it's the future that Amazon and Google think it is. Mm-hmm. So here's you- something simple that I would like to see. Um, everybody's talking about new features, adding stuff. Uh, I've said this before in previous podcasts. I would just like Siri to be able to understand me better. Uh, again, when you look at like Google Assistant or something, you're just working on Google Docs. It's beautiful. It's perfect the way it transcribes what you're saying. Siri, you know, that, that's where we're talking about the butt of internet memes. Uh, you know, it's how it misinterprets everything thing that you're saying and stuff like that i would like for it to actually understand what i'm saying start from there and it, if they show that that works at wwc I, I, wwdc i will already be impressed so mm-hmm. so do you but guys that alone shows how far behind they are <laughs> do you guys think that they are the the siri team is patting themselves on the back going great job everyone like you know what do you think their own self self-assessment is well the thing is that apple's so <clears throat> secretive about everything is that for all we know, they could be working as hard <laughs> as they can on Siri, and they just haven't been able to get there. But at the same time, we could also say that they've totally ignored Siri and finally went, yeah. oh, we need to be working on this. So you can yeah. say that on both extremes because we don't know. Apple won't say. Uh, sort of it's to, enough of a priority for them to make big organizational changes, right. like put right. it under yeah. a completely different department of the company. Yeah. They hired, they, they hired from, from Google. I can't remember the guy's name, but he's, um, he was the one in charge of the, um, sort of AI learning stuff at, yeah. at Google. They stole him away just, just this year, just a couple months ago or something like John that. John so. Giannandra. Janandra. Yeah, he, he's he's yeah. like the the architect of all that AI ML stuff at Google. He's a big deal, yeah. right? See, so there's part of it's me at least that, important that, enough for them to do stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's a part. You know, the optimistic part of me hopes that you know the reason you know Siri has stuck for a long time. You know that they've had plenty of time to build something, and maybe they will surprise us. But the fact that they're you know they just now made this big hire just a couple of months ago, that kind of thing, that kind of dashes my hopes that we actually are going to see some massive improvement in time for WWDC, because that that alone, to me, would require some big organizational changes. So kind of based on what Life was saying before about how Siri doesn't understand you, um, one of the prevailing theories is that because Google and Amazon collect your data, they can use that. That's to their advantage to improving their their assistance. Or Apple, you know, they've decided that they're not going to do that. So in the way that that's a obstacle that Apple has to overcome. I don't know if that's true or not. It seems to make sense, but you would think that you know Apple would be smart enough to figure out how to work around that and that they have yeah. the resources to work around that. For understanding voice stuff, I mean anytime you make a query that requires um an an answer from the web, your voice does get everything from after you said hey Siri gets sent to to apple it gets anonymized and yeah. you know sent that they don't know who made the request but they know you know it came from this device and then you know they can send it back um so there's stuff they can do but yeah that 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 hits all of their machine learning stuff right. like they're not they your photos are encrypted before they're sent up to icloud they can't look at them 
if they want to. So they can't use them as machine learning training. They have to go to, and there are, there's entire industries that revolve around data sets for machine learning training, but they yeah. have to do that. They have to make their own. They have to use third-party companies and stuff like that. Um, and that makes it harder. Yeah. And they, you know, so they, a, they are, they are working to that end. They are working on making our phones like individual little machine learning things. They have the, mm-hmm. you know, the bionic chip. If you search for like, I don't know, Christmas tree inside your photos, like it, it understands like what you're looking for. It'll right. kind of search yeah. that, 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 that metadata and the pictures and stuff. But it's just not on the scale that Google's at. Right. See, this is what I'm talking about by, okay, when you, you know, the way I interpret it, what you were saying about how they, you know, send your data on is, you know, that the, you know, over time it learns my, no, Google, the first time I did it up, you did me well. And that's what I mean by, that would understand me. Now, if you're talking about privacy, like the collective are all of our voices. It's learning how to, you know, mm-hmm. human languages that way and tell out the minute distances. Yeah, I can see that. But uh, I, I could see that like being maybe a privacy data thing that Apple's against with. That would help with machine learning. Um, but uh, but yeah, that that's just what I'm amazing. From the second I turned it on with my Texas accent and everything, mm-hmm. it understood what I was saying. So. Yeah. And that is a fact that that's a result of analyzing millions and millions of voices right. under tons and tons of conditions, you know. Yeah, I think a lot of people would be happy if if WWDC, the keynote, was like 90% focused on <laughs> Yeah. I think that would make a lot of people happy. And I don't think they have to show that they're they're catching up with or that they're on par with Google and Amazon. I think they have to show that they're that they've devoted resources to, which they have, but I think they have to show yes. that they have. Yeah, and, you know. Yeah, I don't think that they. I don't think they could right. go out there and and impress us that you know. Right. Oh wow, this is better than Google Assistant now. But it's I all about progress, can, right? Exactly. If they show I hope significant, we can be assured that oh right. yeah, they're, good. they're doing what they need to do. <laughs> right, we're working on it. We'll get there. Yeah, right. More than more than like a just a new accent or a new voice. Yeah, yeah. right. So, right. <laughs> So, yeah, it has to be more than just that. So there has to be some practical, it has to be become, Siri needs to be more, more able to be, be used practically. Is that what I'm trying to say? Even if they just said, listen, we're going to normalize this across all of our devices. And when you, what you ask your iPhone is the same from your Mac, from your, like it all works. Right. (laughs) That's a start. And Google doesn't do that either to the, in their, in their, in Apple's defense. Mm -hmm. Like they're, they're, they're different on every device that we have. Right. And um, yeah. kind of homogenizing that Siri experience would be a good first step towards making it better everywhere. Yeah, it makes sense to some degree. Like there's certain things you. Well, sure. You know, that just but, don't work. Yeah. But there's just a lot of stuff that, that could work on. Across yeah, like you can't. Uh, is it reminders or, or timers? Like that doesn't work on a Mac. Like there's right. like silly things that oh, just yeah. are just. The Mac you know. is like way out, yeah. out there in the edge case. Yeah. So yeah, I don't expect a lot of the video stuff to work on my HomePod. Correctly. That that you would have on Apple TV, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, in terms of specific features, they really need to address with um, HomePod. They need to address multiple users in some way. They yeah, need to at least. Make yeah. it so that if if they're not going to do multiple users, they need to at least make it that if it doesn't detect the person's voice to whose account this is using, then everybody else is treated like a guest and can't set reminders yeah. and stuff or, like or, that, or right? uh, read messages and stuff. Yeah, exactly. And I I'd like to see. I mean, this would require hardware, but home, uh, uh, Apple TV to have a microphone so you don't have to use the, the silly remote to make all your commands. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, have it, have it be, yeah, have it be like a, like a, like a, like a hub of sorts. So you well, can the just whole say, remote you know, needs to go away. Well, you sure. <laughs> um, well, yeah, ideally um, Apple TV would be, well, I don't know if it's ideally now, but you should have an option to, to control it by voice, right? Yes. So, I mean, yeah. yeah, you can. It's just got can, that. Yeah. Right. You Maybe that. that we we saw a rumor this week about a new audio device. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's yes. Apple TV plus HomePod or something yeah. like, mm-hmm. you know, have just have a microphone built into it so you can talk to it when it's, um you know, whether, when the TV's off too. like have a little speaker in there so we can just yeah. respond. Or, you know, if they don't even want to make a new product like that, a new hardware product, just let HomePod do that. 
if or you have that, HomePod yeah, and an right. Apple TV, yes, yes. just let HomePod control your control, Apple yes. TV. There you go. If they're on the same yeah. network. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if if any of our viewers have any new features or fixes that they want to see in iOS 12, let us know. Uh, since we're kind of talking about, we should mention some of the stuff that, arrangement that, we that we just haven't seen. No, or no, that but we expect that they're not going to have in iOS 12. Uh, there's been there's been articles out there about some specific features that got bumped out back yeah. a year. So, and that includes uh, a major visual refresh, like a new home screen type. Yes, visual refresh. That, that I'm disappointed um, by that. I, I, yeah, I'm disappointed by that. But apparently, they, they don't want to bite off more they can chew and get back in the iOS 11 boat where nothing ships for a, <laughs> a year, and there's all these bugs and and serious right. quality. They had serious quality problems with iOS 11. Um, so, in order to keep quality up, they're kicking that one back. They're kicking back. CarPlay, um, a new overhauled CarPlay UI, um, and a couple of other things like that that were that are. Just uh, gonna... I think Photos was supposed to be revamped, and they're, they're yeah. uh, kind of kicking that can down the street. I think well. all of their all of their sort of first party yeah like right. maps and stuff like that were were due for, and th- that probably goes together with the whatever they're changing for the main UI for the operating system, right? Yeah. So that makes yeah. sense. Um, and we haven't heard much about Apple Music. I would I would expect Apple Music and things like the TV app to maybe get an update. Yeah, well, the the TV app could be in line with whatever their video service is going to be called as mm-hmm. well. Because right. I would yeah. assume they're going to be tied in. I mean, it'd be crazy think, if they weren't. Do you think we'd hear about that at, at WWDC or is it too early? It would. I make... think that would. Some, as much as we've seen, I think that we're going to see a little something like a teaser. You know, yeah. I don't know. I think, you know, they haven't been too open about this, but I think this would be a real good time to uh, show it. And one reason I'm thinking that way is because, you know, if it is kind of like a maintenance, you know, uh, update for iOS 12, this could be like their big thing that they show there is, you know, here's here's a real good, you know, what we have in line. Here's some trailers and stuff like that. You know, here's we'll talk to Steven Spielberg for a bit, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, two two years ago they I think it was two, maybe three. Was it three, three years ago? It would be three this this time. Okay. They um you know, uh, Eddie Q did that really long and kind of tedious Apple music demonstration, but it was there that they unveiled it. Yep. Um and I wouldn't yeah, I a trailer would be cool, even if it was just like a little teaser, like here's what we have, just a couple of clips from the production, you know, like a real Hollywood style teaser exactly that says yeah. you know apple video coming in 2019 something like that yeah i i could i could see that happening sure yeah on twitter uh, uh the, the film, film asks could integrating the home pods tech with their beat speakers be a good idea for apple so gene monster who is an analyst uh well-known anal- analyst who follows apple he had a report uh i don't i think it was this morning where he's predicting and i don't know if it's based on anything any knowledge or anything like that but he because i didn't read deeply into what his predictions were but he's predicting that sear that they will apple will come out with a beats uh branded siri speaker that i think mm-hmm. is priced around 250 i think is what the report said so it'll there's be, been rumors about 200 250 something like that yeah so that it's it'll be cheaper than the home pod and you know it'll be maybe more attractive to a lot more people you know i read that rumor kind of went oh yeah well <laughs> that didn't and excite me at all where's that where's that apple television city you <laughs> promised like 10 years ago yeah so but whether it's truth to that or not I, I don't know i think it'd be interesting if apple did reveal that at at, at wwdc and, and there was in 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 the code of iOS, there was right. a, a mention of a new device, like the HomePod devices, audio device one comma one, and it's right. one comma two or something. That could be the international version of the HomePod, which is shipping in a couple of weeks. Yeah, it could be a new HomePod. That could be these Apple branded headphones that we keep hearing about. Yeah, um, you know, there's there's no real telling exactly what that is. Um, but I, if they do a two hundred dollar Beats branded HomePod. That's not what they need. <laughs> right. Yeah, that would that would be. First of all, let's at face value. If right. if they release a a, a Siri powered HomePod, whatever Beats thing, mm-hmm. that's that that's a that's greatly expanding Siri to something that we don't have today. 
I mean, they don't like with the Beats headphones. It works with your iPhone, sure, but there's no standalone thing that doesn't that doesn't work with with Apple products. Beats works with everything. So either they're going to um, make a Beats product that's just for Apple users, or they're going to expand Siri to Android and everybody else. So that, both of those right. seem unlikely to me. Yeah. But but you know we'll see what what happens there. The other thing is Beats standalone headphones are not so good. And wow. I don't care what I don't care what price you slap on it. It's you know two fifty versus versus what what is HomePod three hundred three fifty three fifty three fifty so I mean what what's the point there? If they're gonna exactly. make a yeah. uh, if it's not uh, under hundred uh, bucks, what are they doing? Like a smaller it's not cheaper, sound as yeah. good. If they're gonna as... make a cheaper HomePod, it needs to be ninety nine dollars or less. Yeah. Right. Maybe HomePod's one you know, thing HomePod it has going for it is it sounds is that it's great. great. It's great sound. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe so the, if it's not the best sounding, like what are they doing? Unless it's cheap, like cheap, what's, cheap. I'm right. What's what's a hundred dollars less than HomePod? What are we like? What are they selling there? Exactly. Right. Well, maybe this uh, the Siri Beats product will have a deeper voice because Beats products are known. <laughs> Beats products are known for their deep bass, so maybe yeah, Siri yeah. will have a deeper voice and. Well, the HomePod I mean, already has deep bass. I mean, I was, yeah. you know, I, I, I might, I would, if I had one, I'd be afraid to play it in this apartment it's because my upstairs neighbor could hear it. But I mean, even if I were playing it lightly, that's how yeah, the strong bass it is, is pretty so. heavy. And there's no like, there's no real equalizer to um to kind of tone that down if you don't like it exactly. either. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. But I, you know, back to the Beats rumor. If they made a Beats pill, which they wouldn't because that design is weird. But if they did for $99 <laughs> and sold it to everybody, no matter what flag you fly, that would be huge. I mean, that's yeah. bigger than anything that they've done so far with Siri, if that's, if that's going to happen. And, you know, Munster just kind of casually threw it out there. I, like, that's a major change for Apple. Yes. And I, don't, yeah. I just don't, yeah. see, I don't see that happening. I think Siri is going to be forever tied to iDevices, and that's just the way it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As much as I'd like to see that change, so I don't have to keep switching back and forth between Android and iOS to test out something new. <laughs> uh, so one of the things about WWDC that I'm sort of fearful for is that Apple, I don't think they would do it at WWDC, but I'm afraid that they would showcase maybe glitzy, showy features because they look good in a demo. But in the overall scheme of things, they make you kind of shrug in terms of their importance. Like, for instance, making improvements to portrait mode photos. You know, I think they need to do that. But if they were to showcase as, here's the marquee product, be like, well, okay, that's that's what I really wanted was like a new We would be more likely to see that at the iPhone events. I I mean, again, just just using your specific example. Right. WWDC or, is always kind of more overarching themes right. than like specific glitzy consumer front-facing features, right? Or like if they said, "Hey, we got new emojis," right. yeah, <laughs> right? Yeah, you know, that's however, what right? Because that part, there brings up a good point. Um, there was uh, one of the very few specific rumors we have about iOS 12 is that um, they're going to expand the capabilities of the NFC chips in our phones. Yeah. Right now, they're yeah. just used for Apple Pay right. and a couple of partners around in, in Asian countries for mass transit. But NFC is capable of like being used for all kinds of card readers, door locks, all this other stuff. And they're going to make APIs to do this stuff. And I don't think it's going to be as open as Android because I don't think that they're going to yeah. allow you to use NFC for other payment systems beyond Apple Pay, right. yeah. like just, just mass transit systems and stuff. Um, but but if we take that and think, all right, that that's sort of maybe what that's the theme of iOS 12 is a, a bunch of developer SDKs for a bunch of stuff. Right. So we could see maybe not, oh, we have new Animoji, but maybe we'll see an Animoji kit where just like people make stickers mm-hmm. for messages, they can developers can make their own emoji that they distribute with yeah. their apps. You know, so that would be the kind of thing that I would expect to see out of this. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe not one, that one specifically, but all throughout iOS, I think we're going to see an expansion of the quote kit. Ver- which, which is that goes along with what Apple's been doing for the last couple of years, you know, the keyboards mm-hmm. and things like this, like they've been opening up iOS a little bit more each year. So, yep. And one thing I got, I got fifty bucks riding on uh, the opening <laughs> video is uh, an emoji. 
if anyone wants to, wants to right. take my bet. That's, I'm not taking that bet. <laughs> no, that's not. An emoji opening, yeah. I could see that happening. So, an emoji opening, yeah. Time to walk out. So, <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, so, you know, because I'd be excited by, about an NFC. Yeah, uh, that's that was a cool rumor we read. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. That's good. It's a long time yeah. coming. It's, and it's those kind of things that I want to see. And the thing is, it's those kind of things that don't necessarily get uh, a lot of people excited or like even like general press coverage. Because like, I, I, I could see how there could be a lot of pressure because Google I.O. just happened. Google I.O. made a lot, had a heavy impression on a lot of people who were paying attention to what was going on there. So Apple usually doesn't do like a response, so to speak, or usually not influenced by that. Right. Uh, at the same time, you know, things have, ch- have changed over time and maybe Apple does, maybe Apple was paying attention and maybe Apple kind of goes, oh, we need to do something. You think, you think Siri will call a restaurant to make a <laughs> reservation? <laughs> that would be hilarious, though. <laughs> not a chance, but that would be right. so funny. <laughs> that would be funny, though, if they did. Um, so yeah, so uh, you know, so we'll expect to see iOS twelve. In the past, when it comes to macOS, we've seen incremental upgrades, mm-hmm. and we'll probably see more of the same. We'll probably see more incremental updates. Yeah. I mean, it's you know what last was it last week? Uh, there was that landmark anniversary where macOS. 10 is now older than classic Mac than the previous yeah. versions. So, I mean, it's, 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 it's been around for a while. It's, it's hard to make, you can't make, you know, the only major changes you're going to make to it is to completely overall overhaul it and completely redo it as back as it. Yeah, did I, I don't think Apple day. cares enough to do that anymore. So. Yeah. I mean, we've, we've heard those rumors about, <laughs> people uh, running iOS apps on Mac OS. And, you know, I, I'm not sure that even if that's happening, I don't think this is the year. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, the rumor was either. the rumor is that they're going to be easier for developers to make apps that work on both platforms. That right. Makes more see, sense to me. That makes right? sense. Bring them closer yeah. together in a lot of ways. Yeah. Like I'd like to see a unified store where sure. if I buy an app on the Mac, Mac I get, I can get the, iOS or I well. could just buy an iOS app on the Mac on the web and have it show up on yeah. my phone. Right. Even <laughs> if not in the web, at least in the store. Somewhere. App. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, things like messages isn't the same features on the Mac as they are on iOS. Like you can't send all the text effects and slams and all that other stuff. Like that doesn't work on the Mac. You know, Siri, as you mentioned, is, is way out. So I'm just bringing those things closer together. Yeah. I think we're going to see. Yeah. Uh, Nine to five Mac had a report last week that Apple has something called the star project. So, mm-hmm. which is a arm, which what they're saying is an arm based, uh, touchscreen hybrid device that kind of runs on a OS that's specially designed for arm and uses, yeah, I, I think that was was, was that was that the DigiTimes report that talked about that uh, yeah. Ron was going to make it. DigiTimes, yeah. yeah. Uh, Nine to Five Mac came out with this report, and then I think uh, a couple days later, DigiTimes had a oh, okay. had a similar report. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and then, I mean, I think at some point that's inevitable. Yeah, but I just I don't think we're going to see it next week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, the report said that they have test devices made by Pegatron right now for, for right. in within Apple, you know? Um, but yeah, it's not, I don't think we're going to see that. Yeah, I mean, we we, we, we might now? never, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, this, it seems a little premature to have this yeah. happen at this year's WWDC. If it's going to happen at all. I mean, it seems, it sounds like something that's, you know, they're working on it. It's not ready to be revealed. It's not even ready to be previewed in any case. Yeah. So uh, there have been rumors for a while that Apple's working on an ARM processor, and Apple does a good job with making processors. Mm-hmm. So it seems like if, if, 
it seems like it's feasible from that standpoint that Apple could make it a good ARM processor. That yeah, I mean, there's well, all their the, the ARM processors, but yeah, right, right. For this hybrid, oh, I meant, yeah, I meant for this particular yeah, device, mm-hmm. yeah. So, uh, but I don't think there's we're going to see anything at this WWDC if if you know this rumor is true. Uh, on, on this particular device, it'll be interesting though. So. It's a Apple Star project. Um, they getting they getting lazy on the code names, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, this according to the the nine to five Mac story, it's it's the star is based on uh, a workstation called the Xerox Star. So, or oh, okay, that's what they're saying it's based on. I don't know if mm. that's what right. they've been told it's based on. They're they're tying the two together, uh, you know. So. Uh, and you know Apple's uh, ties to Xerox Park are have been yeah, well documented. No. Without Xerox, there would be no Apple, right? <laughs> so yeah, exactly. So you know, we probably you know we expect to see probably no major Mac OS features. But what about Mac hardware? What do you guys think are gonna, is going to be revealed in terms of Mac hardware at WWDC? It's been a while since we've seen MacBook Pros. Yeah, I think that's probably the most likely. Uh, the new MacBook Pro may be a better keyboard. <laughs> I think it's too soon for a keyboard. Honestly. Yeah, I don't, or I think just some kind of tweaks or improvements to make it so people don't f- uh, have to sign petitions to get them fixed. <laughs> Something? <laughs> what if, yeah, what if they just released the current, used the current specs but said, all they said were, we're going back to the old keyboard. <laughs> right. See, that's the <laughs> thing I think. <laughs> yeah, I think, I, first of all, they would never say we're going back to the old right, keyboard. Right, right. it was, exactly. they would say. It's the classic it's new, keyboard. It's, or they'd, no, they'd say it's the best keyboard we've ever made. It's right. a new thing, right? Even if it wasn't. Um, but that requires a new design. Yeah, like the thickness yeah. of it, the travel of it doesn't fit in the current chassis and stuff. Yeah. So if they're making a new chassis, is but what they we're could, asking, they and I don't just think they are. Tweak it a little bit so the problems that people are having don't exhibit themselves, like what they did with the iPhone six, where they added a new polymer so it didn't bend more. Yep. like you know they can yeah. make manufacturing. I, so yeah, I, I absolutely think they they would do something like that, and I don't think we did would they, hear about it. Yeah, like, that's too much of an admission of guilt. Exactly to, right. To, <laughs> right. To say that we're fixing this right because fixing means it's broken. So. Right. I, I honestly think we're going to see new MacBook Pros, and it's going to be really boring. They're going to be an upgrade to the eighth gen Intel Core processors and some new pricing, and it's that's it. Right. And real new Mac uh, laptops, maybe next year. There is that i. There is that thing that where the the MacBook Air has been languishing right. for a while, and we might get a new MacBook Air, and just been long rumored, and that would be really cool. That would be Especially good. since yeah. so many people are expecting it at the iPad event. Um, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, we, we haven't seen any like real solid rumors on that front though. So I wonder if no. uh, maybe not, but, no. you know, usually something leaks, whether it's a German report about this is what's going to be in it or uh, a device ID, or, something. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Something. So we'll see. I think, uh, dull. do you think it could just be off the radar? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, everything Apple does is newsworthy. I mean, That's people true. Are but, yeah. stuff. Right. And, you know, the, uh, the maybe the a sneak of the new Mac Pro, but it seems like maybe not because now they said it's not till next year. So possibly. Yeah. yeah. I would love to. I mean, they they announced the iMac Pro real early. Yeah, but it was still the same shipping calendar year. If they exactly. say this isn't shipping till 2019, that's like yeah. what? Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, it could be a case where they, they tease us with a, a silhouette, you know, coming right, soon and just right. no info or right. something. I, I could uh, see them doing something like, because they've made some noise about the Mac pro. Exactly. Say, we wanted to give you an update of what's happening Maybe. in the development and then like show a video and like, you know, talking heads saying this and that. And then that's basically it. And then mm-hmm. they'll say, maybe they'll announce something like, Hey, well, you know, look for it next year and or something like that, and then I and then that would be it. So mm-hmm, I, I could see them doing something like that. It's kind of a stretch, but because they have been making a little bit of noise about Mac Pro, I could see them. Yeah, they've been unusually forthright. About, yeah, in public about. Yeah. and this is the here. audience they kind of want to address with it. So yeah, most it's not here. That's the case. Yeah. yeah. So so you guys kind of talk about this. Uh, 
on other sh- on other uh, episodes, but uh, on Twitter, Coral asked why the rigid divide between macOS and iOS, especially with the use of professional apps. Like, how much of that is you know based on ARM based, you know, like the CPU, or and how much how much of it is based on um, you know just like the input? Yeah, like you know, like how you interact with you know so, you know mouse and keyboard versus you know finger. That's yeah, a good I, question. Yeah. It's all I mean, that stuff, though. I, yeah. I think it's everything. I think it leans a little heavily, a little, little more towards the interface stuff. I mean, I think the processors, particularly the iPad processors, are more than capable of running, you know, higher end type apps. But it's just, you know, you're dealing with this small little screen for one, you know, ten and a half. Well, I mean, the, the big one has a twelve inch screen, but just that the the way the apps are presented, they're not made for that type of use. You know, you're not going to yeah. sit down and do like like Photoshop layers and all that stuff on an iPad. You just you just not. Yeah, I mean, even if you could, just the the, the way developers interact with the operating systems, yeah. the, the the APIs and everything are doing the same thing on different operating systems are is different and has different nomenclature and yep. names and everything. So there's a lot they could do to bring those things closer together without making one operating system that runs them all. But there's, yeah, I mean, now they're so far apart. And, and it also thing. speaks to the user base. Like, you know, iPad users are different than MacBook Pro users. They're just, they, you know, if you use a Mac, an iPad exclusively or, 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 or uh, pri- primarily, you're doing different things than if you're sitting in front of a MacBook Pro all day. When, when do you guys... Go ahead. The, the way I see it, if they ever do like cross-functionality, uh, it's basically going to be like iOS. You're going to be able to use more iOS stuff on the Mac. I can't see it going the other direction using Mac stuff on like an yeah. iPad or something like that. Because you would, you know, like I have a card flow, that's the name of it, uh, program that I sometimes use. And I could see myself manipulating that with my mouse as opposed to, you know, my fingers and stuff. That same kind of thing is not going to work as well. On, you know, uh, You know, something like gosh you know photoshop proper uh you know in making that you know taking that over it's going to be a more complex thing um that that's the way i think that i say if we ever see it you would basically be able to use ios features you know through an app that's shared on mac but not the other way around so when do you guys think uh max will have a touch screen uh never <laughs> yeah i don't not, think it's out of the, the question that, that johnny that we is uh, yeah. Very against that. He has to be. Yes. They, that's one of the few things that Apple comes right out there and says, right. like, no, we're not doing it. <laughs> if there's, yeah, Apple has a design philosophy, and touchscreen Macs do, do not fit in that philosophy. That you know, yeah. The compromise that they had was the touch bar on the MacBook Pro. I think <laughs> if there's anything like this star project or right. whatever <clears throat> that comes out that's, that bridges the divide between a Mac and thing. I don't think it's going to carry the Mac name. Right. I think it right, will be right. launched with a new name. Yeah. So do you and guys... I think we're, go ahead. I think we're, we're, we're more likely to see a, a trackpad on the iPad than a touchscreen on the iMac, to be honest. <laughs> right. And we're not going to see that either. No. <laughs> do you think, think the Apple, Apple is wrong on, on the, the touchscreen touch issue? Um, it's tricky. As Mac OS currently is, I think they're correct. So... There mm-hmm. is a product, I forget the name of it, that I reviewed a while ago that is essentially a screen overlay, a hardware screen overlay that you can put on your iMac. And mm-hmm. it essentially makes your iMac a touchscreen Mac. And I've reviewed this product. I, I can't remember the name of it now. And this was, but this is a while ago. And I think it's still available. Um, mm-hmm. The problem is that Mac OS isn't designed with touch in mind. So yeah. you, the elements are too small to touch. The menus are too clustered together to, you know, mm-hmm. to discern what your touch is. Yeah. They're just the, the touch elements just aren't big enough in a lot of instances for it to work on Mac OS. So they would have to totally redo Mac OS to kind of like Windows did. Yeah. Uh, they would have to redo With Mac Windows OS. 8. Right. Windows had to redo itself in order to incorporate these touch elements. Apple would have to do the same thing with Mac OS, or they would have to figure out a way to adopt iOS on a Mac. Yeah, let you run iOS apps on a window and then right. you can touch them. Right. So I, I think that's the agree main with issue. that with one exception, and that's the pencil. Right. I think pencil support on a Mac makes a ton of sense. Yeah. Being able to literally draw on the screen 
uh, yeah, I agree with and, that. But and, but and then you would have to have a hinge and have to flip yeah. it around so yeah. it's comfortable. You couldn't be reaching up like this. You'd have to yeah. I mean, use it flat. Yeah, that's where I was. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's what you know. Chromebooks do that, and the Surface obviously is a kind of a, a hybrid device. And I honestly think more, I, I I use this thing, the Pixel Book, all the time, and I ninety percent of the time use it as a laptop. And I think the same is true with with the Surface. I think most people are using them as laptops. It's nice to have the option, mm-hmm. but first of all, they'd be too expensive for uh, for. I mean, Apple would charge God knows how much for a touchscreen MacBook Pro <laughs> or iMac. Yeah. But I just don't think. I think to, if if they're going to put research and development dollars into something, I don't. That's not high on my list. Yeah. And another thing, Apple products, you know, they're usually very tough and stuff. You do believe that hinge design where you flip it around and stuff that actually compromises the durability because that's one reason why i can't see apple doing it well i mean i haven't had that issue but i mean i'm sure some some break but they're, they're designed pretty well i'm, I'm thinking have... more of uh microsoft studio which mm-hmm. takes down like a yes, yes and i can really see a new type of imac that does that and kind of gives you you know pencil support and stuff like that that would that's within the realm of something I could see Apple doing, especially with their focus on creatives. I don't expect it. Yeah. <laughs> but that it would be like 3,000. 3, Isn't the Surface like like 2,500 bucks? I don't, so I don't know, be- but that's not going to scare off Apple. The, the new <laughs> iMac Pro does that. And, you know, um, But yeah, when I saw that from Microsoft, I said, oh, this, is, this looks like something Apple would have done. Yep. That was my first thought. Yeah. There are I know, yeah, I think I think we all had that thought. Yeah, I mean that, that that's very <laughs> Apple type, you know, mm-hmm. ingenuity. There there are products that let you use Mac OS on a screen and use a stylus directly on that screen. It's uh, like Wacom has a Cintiq. Right. Uh, it's it, you know you can if you're a graphic artist you can you're you're basically using the Cintiq stylus as your pointing device and whatever you know input device directly mm-hmm. on the on the Cintiq screen. So it is possible to do it. So uh, I guess Apple needs to decide whether that's a pro- kind of product that that can be accepted by the mainstream. So cuz right now that like the Cintiq's directed at, you know, graphic artists. Right. So yeah. So MacBook Pros, MacBooks, Mac, so new Macs. So WWDC, we usually don't see new iPhones at at this conference. That's saved for the fall, for the Christmas shopping season, the fall season. Mm-hmm. That's when Apple does their big iPhone reveals. Uh, but do you guys think we'll see a new iPad this this time around? Wait, hold on. I'm gonna like I'm gonna, to. I'm gonna throw my hat in the ring for an iPhone SE. I think I yeah. think that will think be announced. Really yeah, because. Mm. That would, t- you know, if they if they did the SE at the other event, to me that would kind of like take away from the power of whatever the iPhone 10 2 is or whatever. But uh, yeah, I th- I'm I'm with Mike. I think this would be a good event for that. Yeah, yeah, and they didn't do it this spring because it wasn't education focused. So yeah, yeah, and I think the I, I, the SE would kind of be lost at the September flagship yes. iPhone event. So it's good to kind of keep it, give it its own little spotlight, and then you know. Plus, yep. it doesn't need to be updated at the same time. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm on board with the SE. Yeah. Okay. What about what are my odds? Ten to one? Fifteen to one? <laughs> Is that a fifty dollar yeah. bet? I'm gonna, I'm gonna Is bet that a fifty dollar wager. <laughs> so, does the SE will it look like the old SE? Because like, it, the old SE kind of matched what you know, like the five, you know, the four, yeah, you know, that whole. Will, or will this one now look like, you know, like the seven ish? And this yeah, way, I think when, it may look more like there's a possibility it could be a tin look, look alike. Yeah, the rumors are all over the map. It's Ooh. everything from it's going to look the same and just have new internals to it's going to have a super slim bezel, a notch, the whole nine yards, you know. I, Not I OLED see. because that's too expensive. Yeah. It would be an LCD screen. But right. the notch um, would, would, would surprise me very much so if they did yeah. an iPhone 10 style iPhone SE for 350 bucks. That would right. be crazy. Yeah, that yeah. just seems crazy to me. <laughs> so how about all four of you to say which style you think it's going to look like? All right. Starting with you, Mike. I say exactly the same way it looks with no headphone jack. Jason. Uh, Mike nailed it, yeah. Leif. I'll go with the 10, but without the OLED display. Ooh, and Roman. 
I'm going to say the current form factor with a glass back for wireless charging. Oh, that, that's, that's good, yeah. too. Yeah, I yeah. like that. So, yeah, because I think eventually they're going to be all wireless charged yep. yeah. devices. So, yeah, that's, that's good. But at, at the same time, I could understand why they wouldn't do it because it is the cheaper device. I don't know. Yeah. But I don't yeah. know if glass is any more expensive than using the the uh is it aluminum yeah it's aluminum yeah aluminum back is that any more expensive i don't i don't i don't think it is i would assume it's a little bit more expensive yeah the actual wireless charging coils and stuff like that is that's cheap that's not that doesn't add a lot to the cost to the bomb cost yeah so that's uh, yeah four inch design with a glass back is what i'm gonna say so and then a nine or ten. A10. 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 Okay. But then with Maybe the glass they could back, put the eleven Who knows? They wouldn't put the A eleven in there. It's too expensive. But then with the glass care. back, you can only go with the two colors, right? Unless they No, the uh, oh, right, there's the, <laughs> the iPhone eight has red and that's yeah. stuff. Yes. Yeah. Right. Because the yeah, current the SC the colors is, was the steel band. Yeah. Right. Okay. Right. So yeah, because the SE currently has what four colors? Yeah, three colors. Uh, yeah, yeah, rose gold and black and white and gold, gold regular silver. color maybe. Silver. Gold, rose gold, silver. Yeah, yeah. So, what about you, Dan? Or what? What would you like to see? Um, I, I think, think it's, it's gonna, gonna be like, like the iPhone Seven style. Um, it, it doesn't, doesn't make, make sense, sense to go, go back. back that old anymore i don't think um and i think so it's a bigger a bigger screen or, or the same size screen same size screen as the seven essentially okay. it's, it's it's i feel like i have a very small update on the seven okay right. would that defeat the purpose of the like of the sc being a smaller phone so you think they're going to drop that whole line that whole four inch yeah because then it's just complete. i think so i i, I don't yeah, I, I think if it looks like a seven and it's got an A10, then why is it? Why would they even have the seven around? Like, eventually they won't, right? Right, but that's then this is too early to do it. Like they're they're still selling back to the six S, right? So, yeah, what, that's I think one it needs thing. to be more different than that. Yes, that, I agree with that. That's one thing I was wondering: is the six S going to survive WWDC? It's not going to survive September. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. It definitely won't survive September, so maybe they just yeah. cut cut it now. So I mean, honestly, they should have they should have dumped that when the whole battery stuff came out. They should have just oh. cut their losses. <laughs> right. The fact that they're still selling it is just downright hostile. So. Yeah, because the price is good. Yeah. I think we'll see an iPad Pro. I do, too. Update. They did that last year. They do those. It'll have an A10. It'll have the A11X. It's kind of like the A10X, you know. Yeah, I wonder if it'll be um, Face ID. Yeah, I think yeah. they have to do something like Face ID because the, like I've said in my review, the 9.7 is so impressive this year that mm-hmm. uh, you know it's like you know for a lot of people it's kind of caught up. So the Pro mm-hmm. needs to be a little bit more Pro than it currently is. Yeah, I mean you'd be getting the better display, that ProMotion display and stuff, and a much faster processor. And that's it right. for a lot more money, like a lot more money. Yeah. Smart, smart keyboard connector, Jason. Come on. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Too. That's that's worth six hundred dollars, no? <laughs> but is it a Face ID that works in landscape mode? It's gonna have to be. It has. It has uh, to be, if yeah. they don't, then that is, no, that's just a major. Epic but I see. I could see Apple season. doing that. I could see Apple they saying have. it only <laughs> works in portrait mode because first that's of all, change the, the change the uh, <laughs> uh, orientation of the damn Apple uh, logo on the back because nobody uses it in portrait mode. <laughs> I do all the time. I, I'm like fifty fifty. It totally depends on what I'm doing. Yeah. But so, yeah, they're, they're not going to make you log in and then turn it <laughs> to yeah. use it like. That would be a real disaster. <laughs> yeah. So it has to work no matter what way you're holding it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, well, we'll find out what actually happens next week at WWDC. The keynote is on Monday, 10 a.m. Um, 10 a.m. or 1 p.m. my time. Yes. 10 a.m. <laughs> Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. You can, again, watch it on Apple's website. You can watch it on the Apple TV events app. You can watch it on the WWDC app on your iOS device. 
Will um, we get uh, air power at the WWE? <laughs> they finally. Well, what's what's the wager you want to put on air power, Mike? It was 50. I think that they're going to ignore it completely and save it for <laughs> September, to be honest with you. I think they've just stricken that from their record until the next iPhone comes out. I could see them doing, here's the new SC with the glass back that you can use with air power. Maybe. So that, that could be a way to tie it in. It did, this doesn't seem like the kind of conference where they would announce the no. price of a product they already announced before. It just yeah. doesn't really fit. So, maybe they'll maybe they'll throw it on their website like that week or right. something. Right. Apple always yeah. yeah. There there I sometimes there it, are things that they don't show at WWC that come out yeah. that cuz it's think not the right. price and availability is going to be one of those to just slip it out onto the <laughs> web possibly. Yeah. Right. So, not, yeah. not it's not on stage somewhere. Right. Yeah. So unless it does some, you know, cool dog and pony tricks. Yeah, that that's one there. There's no dog or pony Roman. <laughs> well that just about does it for this well before we leave did you have an update about a contest uh, oh that's right I almost I forgot about the contest so buried it a little bit I forgot I actually meant to do it in the middle of the show and just totally forgot about it so uh, we had a contest this week it was a giveaway for a Spigen uh, the Spigen case that looks like a G3. I'm trying to look for the actual name of the product. Bondi Blue thing? It's a Bondi Blue. Yeah, Yeah, it's a Bondi Blue case. Uh, Leif reviewed it. Yes, Mm -hmm. Leif reviewed it. Uh, The Spigen C1 iPhone 10 case. So it was made to commemorate the 20th anniversary of the iMac G3. Leif reviewed it and did a video about it. It's on our website. You want to check it out. Uh, We had a contest we were giving away one of these cases, uh, and we picked a winner this morning before the before the show. And the lucky winner is Tom from St. Louis, Missouri. Yay for Tom! Hey Tom. Uh, <laughs> Tom will be sending you an email to get the details on how we can get you your new iPhone case. So congratulations to Tom. Uh, thanks to everyone who entered the contest. We're going to have another contest. Uh, of another speeding case. We're still working out the details on that, but there'll be another case and another chance to win. And, so, and more, more contests, contests in the future, future just in, in general, now that we've kind of worked out the bugs and figured out with legal, how they kind of get these all situated. Right. Yeah, you guys wouldn't believe the legal hoops we have to jump through to give away an iPhone case. Yeah. It's, it's kind of ridiculous. But, but you know. now that it's done, <laughs> yeah, yes. it's, much, it's much faster. Now that we got the boiler plate on the way. Yeah. Yeah, we'll be giving away everything. So, yeah. <laughs> if you get an iPhone case, if you get an iPhone case. You get a date with Mike Simon. Simon. <laughs> <laughs> so so uh, be, keep an eye out on our website for our next contest, and you know, we'll announce it and let you guys know. So. Anything else, Dan? No, I, I, that's it. <laughs> okay, thank you for thank you for chiming on that. I was going to end the show without saying who the contest was. That would have been embarrassing. So, do we all think there's going to be a one more thing or no? One more thing. Is there going to be a one more thing? Tim Cook has only used it once, is to my recollection, which was for the Apple Watch. I think it was just the one time he ever he ever uh, pulled it out. Was HomePod yeah. a one more thing? I don't believe so. I think it was in the middle of the show, actually. I don't even think it was at the end. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, yeah, there's a list of Steve notes. Let's see. I'm going with no. Yeah, he, he usually doesn't. Yeah. yeah. It has to be big. So, yeah, iPhone 10 was the last one. iPhone 10 and then Apple Music was a one more thing. And it went on forever after that. <laughs> Right on Twitter, Twitter brace right. on Twitter, Twitter brace day says, says yes. So uh, maybe that's just like a, a hope, a hope that there's something big. <laughs> right. Yeah. Just, Wait, I, iPhone 10 was that one more thing? I don't even remember. Yeah, because oh, okay. they announced the iPhone. Oh, that was at the Steve, that was at the Steve Jobs theater and the thing at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, I remember. That's yeah. worth it. Yeah. That was worth it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Apple Music and then Apple Watch were the last. Those were the last one more things. Apple not worth. There hasn't so, been so not worthy of a one more thing. <laughs> Which one was it? Apple Music. No, no, no. Uh-uh. That's because it was WWDC, and that was not in fitting with WWDC's stuff, yeah. right? Normally, so I'm gonna go with no one more, no one more thing this time. Yeah, I'm gonna so, have to agree. agree with 
with Roman has that yeah. as well. Since they're playing it so safe this year, it seems like a safe bet. Yeah. But if there is one, but, it will be a hundred dollar <laughs> home punch. <laughs> right. So way to hedge your but, bet. Doesn't yeah. that feel like too much like giving up for Apple? Like we admit that we made a mistake and I, I, so that's probably I, how it's I only think that's true if if um I mean, the $100 HomePod won't have awesome audio quality. I think that's only true if the whole preceding thing is about how awesome Siri is now. Yes. And yeah, then yeah. and then it's going to be like, and now that it's great for more than just music. Right. I mean, they wouldn't say it that way, but your impression would be like, oh, now Siri's going to be so useful, and here's a way I can get Siri in every right. room in my house. Right, yeah. You know? So. Well, that just about does it for this week's episode of the Macworld Podcast, episode 607. Yep. So I'd like to thank Mike, Jason, and Leif, the Mac World Bunch. I'd like to thank <laughs> Dan, our producer. Thanks, Dan. And I'll thank, thank you, Roman. Roman. So thank you. And I'd like to thank the viewers. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, join us next week where we'll again talk about WWDC, but we'll have actual things to talk about. We'll talk about the latest news that comes from Apple's Developers Conference. That's on Wednesday, 10 a.m. Pacific time. So adjust your calendars accordingly. So tune in next week. Thank you very much. Bye.